Yo, yo. My man, how you doing, brother? I feel good. What's happening with you, man? Man, another day, man. Another uh, Dodge, Dodge, Dog Coin Dollar. Oh, yes, sir. You working it out in the gym out here? Man, I'm trying, man. You know, yeah. I'm trying to get it in. How you, how, how's your escapade going with the, with the working out, bro? Uh, I'm trying to stay, I'm trying to stay consistent. I, matter of speaking of that, I got to go back out to probably after we pod and do some cardio. Right, right. Get it in, man. Get it in. Um, I wanted to do this pod, man, because this is a good one right now. Where we stand, I think uh, everything, you know, has went through. A couple of days have gone by. Jerry Goff is definitely going to be our quarterback, much like for next season. Yeah. Um, did you change your stance? I wanted to ask you that, man. How you feel about the golf situation, bro? Um, I definitely feel different than when, of course, when the trade first happened, you know, when the trade first happened, I was really like out on golf. Like I really just didn't want golf here at all. But, you know, like I said, since watching film and watching tape and actually uh, realizing he was in a bad, not a bad system, but a bad, bad system for him. Um, and, uh, you know, hearing that the Lions really wanted him. Uh, so, you know, to tell me that they really wanted him means that they really have a plan for him, at least. Um, so I can see it. I can see it working out good for the Lions either way. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I can see it working out good for us in the sense of, OK, golf kind of really don't do that much this year. And we'd be like, OK, well, look, we'll flip them. We can flip them after the season, or golf does good. We decide to keep him, or he does good. You know, we have another guy that's is waiting, is this you know able to play, and we still decide. Okay, you know what? We can move on. We can flip him. We can get another first round pick. You know what I'm saying? So, my 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 stance on golf has definitely changed, and I am in the belief that if we handle free agency right and we handle the draft right that we could not necessarily compete for a championship, but we can definitely compete for the playoff spot, I think. I agree. I agree 120%. I'm not, like, I'm not really a big golf fan. Um, and that's what I wanted to explain. When I, when I, when I first uh, initially thought that he could be a Lion, I wasn't advocating for him to be a Lion because I thought he was nice. I just knew that it made sense. Um... I still question a lot of his ability as far as when we do play certain teams. And if you look at his track record that he kind of falls under pressure, like mm-hmm. he gets bad. Like, like if he gets a if he gets some hurt, if they get some hurries on him, he's the type of quarterback where it gets bad. Like it get bad. There's no coming back. He, he, he's going to lose the ball. He's going to fumble it. Right. After that, he'll throw like two picks because he's just not in a good space. Right. Now, Dan Campbell is a different type of coach, though, than Sean McVay. Sean McVay looks kind of passive-aggressive. Uh, he looks like he's them, like one of them kind of guys. Where right. it's like, like I'm, I might give you this eye and be like, I'm not cool with you. You know what I mean? I might right. give you this. this might, might th- he might say something out in the air instead of saying it directly to you. He'd be right. like, man, can't find good help around here, but he really directing it towards you. <laughs> right, uh, right. Opposed to where Dan Campbell is a guy that's going to be like, Look, Come on, you, like, let's you, get this together, yo. Look, bro, you screwed up that play last. You know what I'm saying? Look, yeah. what I need. But also, you know, I I did take a look at that. Golf is really not good under pressure. But honestly, what quarterback is? I mean, if we go back and look at tape, Stafford is really not good under pressure too. Um, even Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers is horrible under pressure. And exactly. So the thing that the only thing is Aaron Rodgers, you can you can pressure him in the beginning of the game, or you can pressure him a little bit, but eventually guys like him, guys like Tom Brady is going to be able to read that defense and realize like, okay, that's where they could, they send in the blitz from there. They send in the pressure from right there. So hopefully, um, hopefully golf. And, And another thing to add on too, the Rams offensive line last year really wasn't that good. I think, I think the Lions fans really don't know how how good of a line that we actually have because their their line last year really wasn't that good. It wasn't. Um, I think that was a lot of his uh, his bad. A lot of his bad play came from bad line play. 
Right. Um, you got to remember, you're talking about a two-time Pro Bowler, and like you said, he wasn't an alternate. No, he actually, no. he wasn't. He, actually, he was a he was a first ballot Pro Bowler. Like uh, I'm, they voted him in type thing. It's one of them things, bro. Like I said, it's one of these things with golf. I'll be honest with you, I still not sold on him. There's certain things like I'm I'm scared to death when um he comes out that play action, he do a play action pass. And he comes out of it, and one of them times where the defense actually knows that it's going to be a play action, and he's getting hit, and he's and somebody comes from the blind side, and he's holding that ball. I see it now. <laughs> yeah. I see it now. And, and like that, same, I'm 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 a little, and and that's still not to say that I'm out on you know just because I'm a little bit more comfortable with golf, that's not to say that I'm out on a guy like Watson because I'm still like I seen a tweet today honestly before we potted and. I guess you know one of the reporters got in contact with with uh, with Deshaun Watson, and he was basically like, "Nah, it's a number of teams I would go, I would love to go and play for in the league, not just the Jets, and I'm not prioritizing the Jets over anybody." So what that told me was, it's a lot more teams out there that he's willing to play for. You know what I'm saying? I think it just depends on who really wants him, and if I'm Holmes, I mean, yeah, golf. I, I appreciate you. <laughs> you know, I'm glad that you would be even, you know, happy to play in Detroit. But look, if I can flip you, if I because the rumor that I heard was the Raiders was if if trades like trades happen, the Raiders would be at the top of the Texans list because the car they wouldn't mind having Carr as a quarterback. So if you mm-hmm. wouldn't mind having Carr as a quarterback, then that means you wouldn't mind having golf as a quarterback. So if the Lions was to somehow say, yo, we're going to give you golf, we'll give you the seventh pick this year, and we'll give you an extra first-round pick next year, then boom, I'm cool with that. Because that settles, that solves two really big problems for us. I just don't know. And me and you spoke about this before. Uh, Thomas Dimitrov probably still have his job as the Atlanta Falcons GM if he would have fired um, Dan if Quinn he after the Super Bowl yep. and, 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 and kept, what's his name, Shanahan. Shanahan. As the head coach. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Uh, GMs, a lot of GMs just don't make moves like that because it's kind of like you got to have some big kahunas to make moves like that. You, you do. You got to have some. You definitely got to have some balls. And it's, I'm not, it's, it's definitely not something that I just see happening you know what i'm saying i don't just see them saying oh you know what let's make a move for this guy but you know it's 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 definitely something that i'm thinking about so i'll be wondering like as a gm do they think about the same type of things that i think about like definitely. uh you know like do y'all think that hey maybe maybe we could try and get and apparently not because i remember it was a lot of times bob quinn it was so many open moves out there just so many open players out there for us to get. And then he would just always make the wrong move. Right, right, right. And I'm not even sure. Can we even make a trade after acquiring uh, Jared Goff right away? Can he be traded, isn't it? Because I know in, in the NBA, I think it's like 45 days after the trade. I'm not sure if it's like well, that in you the right. NFL. For, for, for football players – I'm not sure. I, I definitely know that in the NBA, um, it's a couple days because I remember, I remember when a lot of them series of trades went down. I remember like when when Derrick Rose and all of them got traded from, all them boys got traded from uh, the Cavs. I remember Rose got traded like two times in in less than ten days. Because he got traded to Utah from the Cavs, and then Utah traded him somewhere else, and then that team, um, they cut him. They waived him. Hmm. So I'm well, not I, sure about yeah, I'm NFL. Not sure. NFL, I'm not sure. Like, uh, so that's something we got to look up. Um, man, I, you know, not to keep on with the golf situation, but – Obviously, uh, I just I'll say this before we go to the next segment is that I don't think we are 100 uh, percent in favor of golf being a quarterback. You know what I mean? 
Um, yeah, I think because we have, I mean, as a shortstop, it's cool, but not not long term. Not as a yeah, not as a long term guy. I, I probably wouldn't want golf. You know what I'm saying? As a short term guy, you know, if you want to keep him, because I believe. We honestly can get out of his contract next offseason if we want to. Like, if we really want to and needed to, we could. Um, I'm cool with keeping him another, you know, if everything is works out good. I'm cool with keeping him another offseason, you know, keeping him until, you know, 2023. Um, but I definitely – I don't want him to be the guy for the next, you know, five, six, seven years. Um just because I, looking at the league, I'm definitely more in favor of, uh, you know, I'm definitely more in favor of a mobile quarterback. I think when you just look at the league and you look at offenses, aside from having a good offensive line and being able to run the ball, a mobile quarterback is pretty much, it's almost a necessity, you know, to a certain extent. Um, and Goff is not a mobile guy. I'll let you know that. Right. I mean, let people know that right now. He's not a mobile guy. He's probably not any more mobile than Matthew Stafford was. So, right. Right. And he doesn't have the arm power, you know, but I think with the addition of the run game, you know, I think that's definitely going to help him out a lot. Um, But I wanted to ask you, or maybe we might talk about that in the next uh, segment. I wanted to ask you about um, how did you feel about the comments made towards Matthew Stafford? Um, I forgot what my man is. He's from Detroit, but he he's a reporter, Fox, I think, and he said basically that if 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 Stafford was a black quarterback, that he wouldn't have had this. You know, he wouldn't have had this long in the league. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that is funny because we brought that up. I want to say around like four or five months ago. Right, and it's it's on one of, it's on one of our old pods. Yeah. I don't know what episode it was. Yeah, but it definitely was mentioned by us because we always ahead of the game, but. But since since it's been brought up on a, on another platform, yeah, that's why we brought it up. Yeah, it's true. We, we yeah, I, like, and it's not a, it's not a racial thing. I don't want it to be like a thing where it's like, oh, you know, uh, you know, Stafford is it's a racial thing. It's not a racial thing. I'm just we just saying that if Stafford was a black quarterback, he definitely wouldn't have had the amount of time that he had. You know. He just wouldn't have had that time. Definitely not. He, uh, he probably would have lasted. Uh, like if, if Stafford was black, they definitely he wouldn't. Have got, have, oh my bad. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I said if Stafford was black, if it was a black quarterback, he would have made it out that Schwartz regime. But he wouldn't have made out it out that Caldwell. Uh, no sir, he wouldn't have made yeah, it. Yeah, no. That after Caldwell, it would have been a wrap. It would have been a wrap. Yeah, he definitely wouldn't have made it out of that. I couldn't, you know, I definitely wouldn't see, you know, him making it out of that. So, I mean, people just have to kind of look at it. And a lot of, but you got to remember, like, a lot of Lions fans, because uh, I always say there's two types of Lions fans, actually three types. But you got to remember, a lot, a lot of Lions fans don't want to hear that, bro. Yeah, they just don't want to. They wanna, don't want to admit it. Right. I actually, yeah. And that's cool. I, I you know, know, a lot of people don't want to, you know, you don't want to admit something. That's cool. You know, I ain't, it, 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 can't it, force it, you. It, it, it's the norm. It's not just in football. It's the norm with a lot of jobs in general. Like, you know, we could go to our beat writers, bro, and no disrespect to them or anybody like that, but a lot of our beat writers wouldn't be beat writers if they wasn't, if they were, <laughs> it wasn't what they was. Right, the they complexion, wasn't right, the, the selection for the complexion. Yeah. And it's, and it's, I've been seeing... I be seeing the articles. I see what they put out. I see their appearance. Like, like nah. Like you can't tell me you 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 not got you don't have privilege right now, bro. Like, cause on the, if it if it was flipped on the other foot, nah. A lot of them beat, if it was black beat writers for the line right. out there like that doing what they doing them stories they be putting out and they appearance like them. They'd be fired. And, and one guy I really respect, and I know a lot of Lions fans, they really dislike this dude. But Carlos Menares of the Detroit Free Press, he's the partner of, he usually works with um, Dave Burkett. Um, he always pretty much kind of tell the truth about Stafford. Like, he ain't never like, because you, you'll see a lot of the other Detroit Lion beat writer reporters, they They'll tell you, oh, yeah, Stafford isn't a top 10 guy or he's not this or he's not that. But then, you know, when it was time to trade him, they didn't want to trade him. They didn't want to let him go. 
it's like, you know, which one are y'all? You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember the Pride of Detroit. I remember two years ago, you know, two or three years ago, when they still had Jim Bob Cooter as the offensive coordinator, they was like, yeah, Stafford had a terrible season. You know what I'm saying? And then now they like, yeah, he's the best. He's the best quarterback. It's like, what are, which, what are y'all watching? What? Make a decision. Which one is it? All right. Right. And my thing is like this, bro. Now that you mention that, if Stafford goes out next year and he eats it up, let's just say they go to the Super Bowl, right? Yep. What the Rams do. Where do we stand with that? Is it is it something that we have to because we have to evaluate this as as Lion fans? Because we have to say, was our is our coach was our coaching all them years that bad? Was our, our GMs really that bad? Uh what was it? What was it to where this guy could go to a brand new team and go to and lift them up to the Super Bowl? Right. And I, I, I even though they even though they've been there in the last two, three years with, right. with golf, but I, I thought about that too. And I was listening to um I was listening to TJ Lang on a podcast. And I don't know if you remember him, but he he was a, a lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a, a lineman that we had. You remember we had we signed him to a big deal from uh we signed him to a big deal from um Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay. And uh he was even saying like, Yeah, you know, I respect Stafford. Um as far as a leader. He was basically saying, in, in, in better words than we would say it, that Stafford wasn't like the leader that he needed to be. But he also said, um, he also said that uh, he that he thinks it's going to be some growing pains for him over there. Um, like he said, he don't. I don't know. I don't know because, like. Honestly, I ain't going to front of you. Like, I seen that, I seen that picture. I guess he met with Sean McVay out there in Cabo yep, in Mexico. Yep, him and his, yep, he went out there, yep. To me, that was actually, that was huge. Because that pretty much was, Sean McVay was just like, yo, bro, like, I'm so happy you here. We, we, we on our way to the Super Bowl. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Don't get it. I, That's I the think con- he's definitely happy to have a, a, a slinger out there, somebody who can. Because I think that's what he wants. That's what he really wants to do really want to throw the ball downfield more. But, of course, with golf, you don't have that opportunity for real. Uh, so I think he definitely is happy. But he going he gonna to have some growing pains because he going to see once – I don't know. Once you allow Stafford know. to, to kind of – I don't know if he, I don't know if he has those growing pains. You know why? Because one thing about Sean McVay, I give him credit. The guy is pretty smart, just like every other NFL coach. And, and, and uh, offensive coordinator. These guys are highly smart. The tape that they look at and the way they break down film and the way they uh, uh, look at players is very skillful. For him to have that much confidence in, in, in Stafford, for them to waver what they gave up, and for him to immediately say, hey, let's go to Cabo. Let's celebrate. Hey, also, also too, the, the, the Rams had sent over um, a deal that really wasn't that good, and McVay was the one that was like, Yo, y'all need to um, y'all need to um, rev up, rev up that deal. Like y'all need to make a de- make a better deal. Right, right. I wonder what that first deal was though. Definitely wasn't the two first that it definitely hmm. wasn't for the two first that we got now. So you know, I but but my whole thing just to finish what I was saying, I just felt like like McVeigh is saying like. like and sometimes in, in football and sports, it's the confidence more than anything else, bro. You know what I mean? Forget what Stafford did in Detroit. It's the confidence that somebody instills in you. You feel me? Yeah. Like that 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 McVay when he got Stafford now, he like, yo, bro. Like he, I'm, I'm sure he over there in Cabo in Mexico. He like, yo, bro. You know what I did to get you? You know why? Because we finna go to Super Bowl. Like I know what to do to make you go. I know what to do. I've been watching film with you for the last 12, 13 years, which they probably have. You know, I'm pretty sure McVay the last. Two weeks has probably been watching Stafford tape out there. Right, ass, right, you feel me? right. Trying to see what he's, he's good like, at. Trying to see what he yeah. And he and he sat down with him in Cabo. He like, bro, mess with me. Listen to me. We on our way. Yeah, no, I, I definitely don't. I, I don't. I don't think that Stafford is gonna go over there and fail. You know, if people think that I'm saying that, I don't think he's gonna go over there and fail because I still think. No, he's no, no, a, no, no, no. My thing is, where do we evaluate us the last 12, 13 years? What have we been doing wrong? 
Well, I look at it like this, you know, especially as a person uh, who's been screaming, yelling to kind of move on from Stafford. I kind of look at it like this. You know, if he goes over there, he succeeds, you know, um, you know, good for him. You know, they they got a stable coach. They got a stable team. Um, and, and hopefully he will go over there and prove me and everybody else wrong that, you know, kind of got that that statement out about him that he basically well, just can't well, win. Well, it, to me, I don't think I, I, it, it's, it's deeper than trying to prove anybody wrong because I don't think you're wrong. There's, there's no way to say that you're wrong because we we dealt with it for 12, 13 years. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts, out, buts around it. You've pretty much watched every game the last 12, 13 years. You've seen everything. You had to deal with the losses. You had to deal with the pain as a fan, right? You, you said we did. You you trying to see you you trying to say that if he does succeed, what does it say about us, like the Lions? Yeah, is it is it is it saying that the Lions? What 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 did we? Is it saying that we never really got the right coaching staff in? We really never got the right uh, GMs in, like front office people. Like what is it? What's go? What? Because obviously everybody. Because I've been watching all the. Uh, yeah, I've been hearing Stafford name a lot. Yeah, I've been watching all of these. Interviews and you know on ESPN mm-hmm. and all of these guys saying the same song mm-hmm. and these guys and like I said I respect these guys because at the end of the day nobody's really talking foolish and everybody's like yo yeah they gave up a lot but it's a power move for the Rams and we see the Rams winning with that right so if y'all could, if y'all can see that and y'all know that. What we, what was so wrong? What, what's so, going on with Detroit? Um, you know, I think I think we could you could go a lot of different places with that. I think you could go with um, when they actually when they brought Caldwell here. Caldwell's system was not a good system for Stafford. You know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't a good system for Stafford because he put he Stafford's talent at the end of the day. When you break down his talent, his talent is that he got a rocket arm. And they pretty much took the long ball away from him, so it really wasn't a good system for him. Uh, no, it wasn't it wasn't a bad system, but it just wasn't the particular system for Stafford. Um, but also, I think that you just look, you look, I, and I do too. I respect the guys on TV. You know, respect all those dudes. Or you know, Stafford's gonna win with the the Rams. He's in a better situation now. I respect those guys, but. They got to prove to me that they've been sitting down watching film on this guy for 13 years and not just looking at because, like we always say, at the end of the day. But look, but look, but but it's just it goes by process. Hold on, not process. It just it just goes by kind of almost like common sense because me and me and you can sit here and I'll tell you one thing though, and we just admitted it, like. I really don't like golf. Let's be honest. Yeah, I don't like, don't golf, like golf, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't, like, I don't golf. like golf. But golf, golf has been winning games. Golf have went, has won 12 games. Golf has been in the Super Bowl within the last two, three years. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know, for one, Stafford way better than him. So now we get to the point McVay is getting that guy that's better than that guy. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's no choice for them to, to succeed, cause he did it with maybe like I said, d- d- just to just to answer my own question, it's got to be the coaching, like Swartz. So here go the coaches that was coaching um, Stafford. Swartz, um, who was who was basically a defensive guy, who didn't really know too much about offense. Swartz. Yeah. Who was that? Uh, Swartz. Sh- um, so sh- uh, Swartz and. Sh- um, Swartz and and um, Caldwell, or what was the offensive coordinator for Swartz? It was uh, Linehan. Uh, Linehan. Scott Linehan. I think he had somebody else. Right. Well, Scott Linehan. When when Jim Caldwell got here, uh, it became uh, Lombardi. His system pretty much didn't then, work for Stafford. Then you had Jim Bob Cooter. Jim Bob Cooter. Which Jim Bob Cooter's system was pretty much. Uh, went back to the, the realm of let Stafford pretty much do what it is he wants. Um, the run game actually was a little bit – the run game actually was picking up under Jim Bob Cooter, though. Um, and then you had uh, – you had the system. Patricia. You had Patricia and, and, and um, my man who just went over to the Jets. Who was his first offensive coordinator? Was it him? Who? 
uh, Bevel. Was Bevel always the coordinator for uh, Patricia? No, nah, remember he had Jim Bob Cooter for one year, 2018. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's, that's right. when they, right. that's when the defense actually was pretty normal. It was like a normal kind of like defense. They was ranked like 17th in the league, and the offense was trash. Remember that year? Right. Stafford had a terrible so year. The, at the end of the day, all I can say is this. Detroit, the Lions, and Matthew Stafford's tenure, even before then, has been ran like a bad organization. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And, 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 it, and it really has literally ruined careers. Oh, yeah. We just got to be – and the thing is, me and you come from the cloth where it's just like, if you're that special of a player, you're going to make a bad, a bad organization look good. And they just not that – we never really – you know what's cold? We never really had players like that, bro, except Bobby Barry. And I'm not even going to throw Calvin in there. That's going to hurt even a lot Calvin, of feelings. Not, and, and the thing with Calvin, it was the, – the thing with Calvin was Calvin was, was good. To, like, he was great to watch. Like, everybody wanted to literally watch him. And that's, that's the same with a lot of players that we, that we like to watch. I love to watch Vic. Did he end up winning? No. But I would I would have loved to watch him rather than I would love to watch Tom Brady just because he's a more entertaining player. Um, and with Calvin, no, we weren't really winning with him, not how we should have been winning, but he filled seats and he, he kept us on TV. Um, players, I think players like Sue, who really – a player like Sue, when he like, I don't think people realize how how good he was. Like him as a single player, trans. I gotta look at, I gotta look at our record when we had Sue. Like, what was he was here for five years? I know that, but I gotta look at like what was our overall record in five years? I'm pretty sure they were really good. They he like he literally transformed, and it was crazy. Like players was telling you like, and you could see it on tape like. He literally transformed that defense. Like, and without that defense, we would have never won. What was it? Eleven games we had won one year. We would have never won those eleven games, or was it ten games we won? He he. That man literally transformed the defense. He made. That's why I'm so defensive tackle hungry for the defense now because I've seen where a defensive tackle, a good a good push up front, literally makes your whole defense better. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would really do wonders for a kid like Jeff Okuda. Um, it's sad. It's sad that, you know, you know what they say, like, every year you get smarter, you get wiser. Like, like for instance, when the podcast was like, shit, when, when we first hired uh, Bob Quinn, we was happy. But in reality, if we really looked at his line of work, we really should have been, we, we, we should have been concerned. You feel yeah. me? We can say we can say that later, later on. Later on. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you like this. That year when we had Sue, Megatron, and Stafford, like, and they was like Fairly. Right? I think it was that I think it was that 2011 season, right? That's I the season say, we went eleven and five. Now, I'll be honest with you. No disrespect to Swartz. No disrespect to Mayhew. And more, this is more on Swartz, but I would say both of them. Before that year started, if I was the Forge, that was a good time to go get some real Dons, so a real a real GM and a real coach. Yeah, and you kind of look at it, and that's why I said that it's not – and I've been saying this, it's not all Stafford's fault because, for one, the last couple guys that they brought in as coordinators didn't they, – they didn't – prioritize Stafford's talents and yeah I understand they couldn't have because Stafford would have led the league in interceptions but I think when you have a guy like him as your quarterback you gotta let him you gotta let him air it out yeah he gonna have interceptions but you gotta let him air it out to see honestly I feel like if they would have brought offensive coordinators here that would have uh kind of utilized more of a a pass 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 deep offense I think Stafford would have been gone, honestly. I think the one of the main reasons why he was able to last this long is honestly because of Jim Caldwell. Right, right. I think uh, I think what's the name? Even though we got uh, Dan Campbell, I'll be honest with you. 
if I'm Brad Holmes and I see it going the right way, positive way, and we and I know he don't have it to take us to that next level, I wouldn't be I, I wouldn't be opposed to let him go. Even if he does take us from being so called bad to good, but if but if I could see that's his max, because there's a lot of coaches like that, and there's levels to it. That's that Mark Jackson uh, with the Warriors thing. You know, you took he took that team, that Warriors team, and they were pretty bad when he got in there. To where when he left, it was just like you only could get him through the, to the first round of right. the playoffs. Where Steve Kerr had to come in and be like, "Yo, I'm about to take him." To open and all top. he did, same thing. All with, he did was go in and allow those guys to really play comfortable. That's he. He went in. He looked at what them guys could do. He said, "Oh, I got Steph, who don't, who can't miss a shot. I got, a, uh, I got his best friend, who also can't miss a shot. I'm getting ready to let them. I'm getting ready to let them go. I'm getting ready to let them do their thing." And, and, and that's what I want to see in this regime with the Lions, because I got a feeling that Dan Campbell will turn it around. I'm like year two, three. I know he got a six year mm-hmm. deal. But I'm gonna tell you like this: If he doesn't, if he can't get the team past uh, the same thing with Swartz, Swartz was able to get us to the playoffs. And thank you, congratulations. But then there was something that should have ticked in and been like, "Hey, this is the max with this right. guy, bro. This is the max with him." And I, I wanted to be like, "Cut! Uh, let's not wait till these guys fail pretty much hang that's, themselves." And that's where I, that's where I felt. That's where I was getting into it with a lot of fans two years ago because. I was on a I was on that train of letting Bob Quinn and, and definitely Matt Patricia go two years ago when I'm like, look, I can see that it's not working. Like y'all want them to keep working towards it. Oh, things are not gonna take. It's gonna take longer than a year. It's gonna take longer than two years to build. But I'm telling you, yeah, things take longer than two years to build. But look at where it's at right now. Especially if you got something. Especially if you got something special. Because I ain't going to lie to you, when I'm looking back at it, I'm glad we're having this conversation because we brought up a lot of things that, just, you know, took to light. Like, I ain't going to lie, that 2010-11 team, when we had Megatron, Sue, and, and Stafford, that was special. It, 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 it maxed out because of the personnel with the coaching staff and the, and the well, GM. Well, yeah, it definitely did. It maxed out. out because people didn't understand. I mean... And it, it, like I said, it wasn't all Stafford. You know what I'm saying? We could have had a much better team. We could have had a much better squad. But when they when they wasn't able to bring back Indomitian Sue, when they didn't pay him the money he wanted, and they should have just paid him. When they didn't pay him the money he wanted, and he – Well, I think Sue – well, my thing is with Sue is I don't even know if it was a money issue. I think Sue is just – because he a smart brother. I think Sue is just that dude. It's just like, eh, I ain't gonna win nothing here, even though, even though his his uh, idea to go to Miami was kind of like, well, you thought you gonna win there, but Miami, you gotta remember that Florida is a has a lot of perks. Let's just use oh, that yeah. word. Has they, a lot they of tax, perks with that Miami taxes system. They tax system. <laughs> right. the, the weather there. Yeah, I mean right. to go to leave a place from Detroit. And then go to Florida for uh, how many? I don't know if it was that three years he was there. Uh, oh, they cast him yeah. out too. They give him that. You nice go to contract. a place there that's like you you walking around, it's warm all day, all year round. Yeah, that's cool. But the thing I think with, with Sue, I think he felt disrespected because I think he's a, just like you said, he's a smart guy. And I think he looked at that season just like we looked at it and was like, you know, hey, who's the most responsible for. You know, outside of the coaches and everything and the systems, who's the most responsible for the winning? And it wasn't Calvin Johnson and it wasn't Matthew Stafford. It was him. So and when they right. lowballed them, when they and they should they should have had the deal done. They should have been had the deal done. They was thinking that they was they had finally did something right. And that was Mayhew's downfall. He finally had done something right in building those guys. He had drafted Ansa and then. You don't. You're not able to resign. And yeah, he he kind of made up for it when he went and got uh, my buddy from the Ravens, who I think is retired now. Uh, Nada. Uh, Hello, Nada. Yeah, he's yeah. Gone. when when you know when he went and got them, he kind of made up for it. But at the same time, 
it was kind of like, bro, you really should have Indomitian and Sue here. You know what I'm saying? And had we had him here, this team would have been, just think about it, had we drafted Aaron Donald. It was a lot of mistakes that, it was a lot right. of mistakes made, and it wasn't all Stafford's fault. Did, did I think Stafford had more power, or he always had the power to say, hey, I want this, I want that? I think so. Did he do it? No. Um, but it definitely right. wasn't all his fault. We we made a lot of mistakes as an organization. We I don't think people understand. We drafted, <laughs> and it's it's funny. I can laugh at it now. We drafted Eric Ebron over OBJ and Aaron Donald. You know what I'm saying? And, and not to mind you, at a at a time where. We didn't have a defensive tackle. We didn't have any defensive tackles. Remember, we had Fairley, Nick Fairley, and we had Indomitian and Sue. Both contracts was up after the season, and we didn't draft that guy. And, it, and we, I don't understand, we drafted a tight end. That was a Mayhew That was a Mayhew mistake. mistake, but we drafted a tight end. And, and it was a... It was a lot. That's what I'm saying, bro. A lot of bad. That's we made I'm a lot saying. of bad mistakes. We made a lot of that's what bad I'm saying. choices. That 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 that. It was a time where that's where the Fords messed we, up. We we drafted Ashawn Robinson over drafting my man from the Titans, uh, running back. Um, we Derek we drafted Ashawn Robinson, who is a pretty respectable defensive tackle right now. But would I go back and spend a second round pick on him? Probably not. No, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. We we wasted a lot of picks, man. That is, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like just 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 looking at everything, the Fords really should have stepped in, but they don't. They know don't know. They, don't they didn't know that. Like they that. was they was just going yeah. and and remember, Martha was still you know Martha was still running stuff, so she ain't knowing. Like okay. Uh, we probably shouldn't be drafting a tight end this high. She ain't really knowing. You know what I'm saying? She just going along with whatever. It was a lot of free agents that we signed that was – we made some bad free agent signings. You know, we 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 made bad decisions. Jim Bob Cooter should have never been ahead. He should have never been an offensive coordinator to that point where he was. You know what I'm saying? And And I have to blame a little bit of it. On, 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 on Caldwell oh, because well. he should have been able to choose defensive staff. Yeah, he chose a great defensive staff, but he just he. First of all, I don't even know about that. I felt like when Terrell Austin left, it got like I didn't really like that. Uh, that who took over the uh, the coordinator when Terrell Austin left? Uh, Matt Patricia. I didn't like he, that he guy. Didn't, he, remember he? he no, didn't, no, 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 no. I'm talking about coordinator. Yeah, remember he was the coordinator until Matt Patricia came. Remember because they. They all left. Not Terrell Austin. I thought Terrell Austin. I thought he left before. Uh, well, got yeah, he left. He got that same offseason. Remember, they offered. They interviewed him, and then he. That was it. They interviewed him, and that was it. Okay, I got you. All right, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, but remember, he didn't have. I don't know. Remember, bro. he did the Terrell Austin did the best with that that defense that he could because remember, Sue left. And then Ansa was hurt. Right, right. And you know what? And that's the, the whole thing with that Terrell uh, Austin thing is the same thing I feel about Selah. Like, Terrell Austin did a great job. Like, you always got to give credit when, it, when they mm-hmm. perform, right? But at the same time, we were so talented on that defensive side with Sue as, as the an anchor. anchor. It, was hard not, it, was, it, it was hard not to be, and, and, be a and, good team. I feel like... No, no, I was oh, going to say, even when they got Haloti Nada, I felt like they should have went... They should they did they shouldn't have stopped right there. They should have went in harder. They should have went when they got Haloti Nada. They should have went in harder and got another defensive tackle to put next to him because he was still a force, but he wasn't like his prime. He wasn't like in his prime. He's probably what Endemic and Sue is now, like a step out of his prime, but still a pretty good player. Uh, we should have went in harder to to help that defensive line. I mean, when's the like? Think about it, bro. We we've been having pass rush problems for the last five years. Name the pass rushers that we drafted. 
we didn't we haven't drafted any pass rushers. We haven't taken any high defensive tackles. We haven't taken any defensive tackles high. First round, third round, second round, none. We haven't taken any of the premium positions high besides offensive linemen. And that's the best unit that we have. Right. Right. So and you know, like and that that'll bring us to the next segment is I wanted to leave with this. I know it's been a lot of talk about QB at the first mm-hmm. first pick, but um I'm really high just watching tape. I'm really high with the kid from uh, excuse me for not knowing his name. I think it's Kid Kid or but the kid from um from Michigan. Uh, what what I'm really what, high what, on what, that what guy. position? Huh? Oh he yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. I know what you t- yeah. Edge rushing, pretty much the edge rushing. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and I think he'll be there around like 12, mm-hmm. 13, 14. Um, I think he's he's one of the top edge rushers yeah. in the draft. Obviously, he played uh, college ball in Michigan. So that is those dope. Those um, guys, sure going, those guys is going to rise and fall as well. So cause we got to – we got to – but, yeah, you, I definitely know who you're talking about. He, he's he one of the top he, – he one of the top edge rushers, yeah. I know who you're talking about. I'm I'm real cool with draft. If, like you said, they rise and fall. But if he stays where he's at now, where everybody got him at 12, 13, 14, I really would like to drop back, get some more draft picks, and draft that kid. Man, that I'm cool. crazy. That's, remember, that's what I was telling you. I'm cool at this point. I'm cool with whatever they want to do because I didn't already kind of talk myself out of them have been in a high priority. Like a fir- first, before they had golf, you know, I knew they was in a high priority. Like, okay, we got to get a quarterback. Now it's not really a, a thing where they got to go and get one. My thing is, though, I would want them to get one because I still think people, everybody keeps saying, well, you know, we can draft one next year. Yeah, that's true. But I think the quarterbacks, the four quarterbacks coming out this year are just more talented than the two guys that's coming out next year. Um, I personally want them to draft one. But if they can't get one, like, if they're not super excited with a guy, you know, maybe they might interview him and, you know, maybe he have a bad interview or maybe he say something in the interview where he don't really want to play in Detroit. I feel it. And you don't take a quarterback and you trade back and you stock up on extra picks and you take a defensive guy or you take a, a, a superstar wide receiver. You know, I'm cool with it either way. Either way they want to do it, I'm cool with it. The thing is, Right now, with a Lions fan, where I feel as a Lions fan, you gotta start bringing in. You gotta start bringing in all pros, bro. You actually can't. We can't even afford to get anybody that's just average. That's good. We gotta start. Bringing oh yeah, in studs, the fir- the first round pick this year needs to be like he needs to be on some type of superstar level. You know what I'm saying? He he needs to be a top five guy at his position, and I don't think. Fans, especially Lions fans, I don't think we understand the importance of a first-round draft pick and, and and what they're really supposed to do. And I think you said this maybe two podcasts ago. I look at the first all the way into the fourth round is starter material. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you should be able to find a starter from your first round at least to your third round. Those guys are at least, at to, least the third, to the third, those guys definitely should be starters or they should be able to fit like if you, you know, your starter get hurt, um, you know, you might need them to fill in for the rest of the season. I feel like that's what that should be. And let's go back and let's just go back and check our last first round picks out. Um, last year, last year, Jeff Okuda, right? Um, the, the jury is still out on him. Um, I, I hope I hope that the kid gets better. Um, but to this point, he doesn't look like he was the best pick, especially because the right. regime that drafted him is no longer even here. Um, the, the right. pick. To be, to, let, let's just keep it like this. Does he look like he's going to be a superstar from what we've seen no. last year? No, 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 no. no. Then do he do check? Do he even look like he's gonna be top five at his position in three years? No, I, I couldn't honestly. I mean, he no. might still be that, but I couldn't honestly sit here and tell you like, if I'm putting my football knowledge on the line, I couldn't honestly sit here and tell you, yeah, that kid's gonna be top five at his position. 
TJ Hawkinson, I give you that. I, even though I think he was a bad pick too. No, nah, I, I, that, that actually turned no, out. No, he's to be a great he's pick. a great. No, 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 he's a great talent. Do I think he was a bad pick for us? But yeah, I definitely think he's probably already, probably already a top five guy at his position. Um, but do I think he was a bad pick for us? Yeah, I do. I think we should have went. I, at the time, at the time, I think it was kind of sour because of the Ebron situation. But now that it's all said and done, I, I can't come back and say that was a great pick because I, I think I looked at that draft. We could do that. I wish we had the video set up. But uh, I think he pretty much was like the best player from eight to twenty. I think somebody might have made the Pro Bowl in the late twenties. I in think that, we in had. Draft. We could have got. But, um, what was who was it? Because I would have rather had got. What, what the defensive tackle that went right after him? It was a. Uh, oh, you are talking about uh, from that with the uh, Buffalo? Oliver, uh, yeah, Oliver. Oliver. I would have rather had gotten Oliver, then and then because TJ, remember TJ didn't come. I mean, yeah, TJ didn't go out into the second round. We could have got TJ in the second round as a tight end, and then <clears throat> could have had Buddy. But you know, it's all said and done. I like I like TJ Hawkins. Yeah, yeah. You know I, I, at the end of the I, day, I do too. I like Hawk. I like Oliver too, just to let you know. I, I, yeah, I was really I, high on Oliver. I thought, I, I I really thought too. Him, I, I thought that it was a can't a can't miss guy. Like if we didn't trade up and we didn't we didn't trade up to get the the edge rusher. Uh, what was it? Zach Allen, Josh Allen. Uh, we didn't trade up to get him. I was like, okay, yeah, we definitely gonna go Oliver. But you know, we we picked Hawkinson, and I'm, I like Hawkinson. You know, I think he's gonna be utilized more in the new offense. I don't think Stafford and them utilized him as much as he could have been. So, you know, I'm I'm happy right. with him. But right, we 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 didn't really build a team. We we couldn't afford at that point to take a tight end. Um, and you were going through first round picks. Uh, before that, that, it was uh, Ragnow. Oh yeah, before that. Which, I loved it. I loved the pick. No, it wasn't a sexy pick, but I immediately loved it. Anything, if you pick an offensive tackle or you pick a defensive like defensive tackle, I ain't never going to be mad at them picks because at the end of the day, that's how you win the game. Seriously, like it can be the first round, second round, third round. If you pick a defensive tackle or an offensive, you know, lineman guy, I'm never going to be upset about them picks. No matter who I really want it, right. I ain't gonna be mad. Right, right, definitely. And Ragnar is a guy. I think uh, to me, he's a superstar in the making. Oh yeah. So I when like he, whenever, whenever it comes so time got, for him to get a deal, we better have that deal. Like, not wait. Like, he, we we need to extend him as soon as he up for it. Like, that's the kind of guy he's. Top five at his position. Right. So. I can't remember Taylor Decker. That. Oh no 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 no! It wasn't Taylor. It was it was Jared, Jared Davis. Oh, you ruined the whole game. But you know what? I've been hearing a lot of good things about Jared Davis lately with uh, this new regime coming. Seem in. like they seem I, like I, they I, really I'm want him. They I think been, they might bring him back. I think so too. And if you put him, if depending on where you play, if they're gonna run that awkward three four defense that Patricia was running last kinda, year. Right. And then have I kind of don't want them huh? if they running that, but no, 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 no. I actually want them, but the thing was for I and I do understand where Patricia was coming from because they didn't have a lot due to Tavari being garbage and you know a couple other guys. They pretty much plugged them in more in that in, in that in that middle. What I want to what I want to really know is I want to know how much influence did Matt Patricia have on the draft and process. Like, did he have a list of guys who he was like, these are my guys? Like, did he, like, I want to know, was he, like, super high on Tavai? And 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 Bob Quinn was kind of like, okay, that's the guy you said that you like? And went and got him? Or right. was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder, did he really want to take him? Um, now, I know it's some players that they, like, that they, like, um, What's the, the 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 safety we got? Uh, Tracy, I remember Tracy when Walker. they got tra- when they drafted Tracy Walker, they both was excited about Tracy Walker because he really was a good pick. Like he was a third round pick, he was a good pick. You know what I'm saying? Nobody knew about him, but he he really had the skill and the length, really to play cornerback or safety. Like, he can hit too. So 
But with certain guys like like him, it was like, what are you doing? Do you really want this guy as a second second round draft pick? Mm. That's something that you know I I, I can't answer. It actually yeah. makes my brain thinking <laughs> about too. it. I, I I sat down and like, do these guys really like? Are these guys were these the highest dudes on y'all board, or did y'all just have these set players that y'all was gonna draft or what? Because it, it never seemed like it was a plan, you know. Right, but it was executed. <laughs> And like I said, with that whole linebacker call last year, I think Davis the last couple of years he had to play out. He had to play that middle linebacker spot, which I better felt like on he was outside, better on the yep. outside. Just like just just blitz, like 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 don't cover nobody, don't don't do anything but break up the play, crash the play, and if it's a pass play, get the quarterback. Like that should have been his job, bro, until he figured that out. But they wanted him to. To me, it's like they wanted him to play coverage. He just—he wasn't that good in coverage. It seemed like Actually, they was just asking him to he do was a trash lot in of coverage. Nah, like let him do what he's good at. He never did what he was good at, which is use his, his speed and his that's smart what it to get like. to the They QB. never just like, allowed him all. to do what he was good at. They always kind of wanted more out of him. Yeah, and then that made him like. I understand that. Like, it probably is gonna make him a better player at the end of the day. Because when, when when you get a guy like Dan Campbell who's going to tell him, like, yo, bro, just go in. But now you can say, hey, every once in a while, drop back a little bit because you've been doing that. So, like, on 90% of the plays, I would tell him, like, yo, just run in. And every once in a while, yeah, mm-hmm. trick him, fall back a little bit. He mm-hmm. might get a pick or two, you feel me? And that's and, and he could use some of the, you know, that, that tough time he got with Patricia learning that BS system of his. And, and it might come in use uh, in handy. But, yeah, I, I felt like majority of the time, he should have just been rushing the quarterback, bro. Oh, I, I felt it. the same exact way. I, I felt the same exact way, and I think it, it was just bad on Matt Patricia for not realizing it. it did we Listen, this team made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I don't think fans realize, and they, they probably do, but this team made a lot of mistakes. They made a lot of mistakes, and we had to – we got to – I mean, now it's – and I knew – that's why I keep saying, you know, it's not all Stafford. You know what I'm saying? But I just knew that they wouldn't start making moves. They wouldn't start doing things that they should have been doing until he either asked to leave or they, you know, traded him. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, bro. I'm going to tell you, I think we're in a good spot. We're in a rebuilding yep. spot, obviously. But um, I think it's going to be a fast rebuild. And I'm going to tell you right now, man, with the fast rebuild, I hope they, I hope the Lions management be like, hey, we expect more. We're going after more. And I love, I, I love Dan Campbell. And I know he's going to turn the program around really quick. But I really would like him to only be here for two to three years. And, I, and, and after, a playoff, after a playoff appearance, I would like for him to well, exit. Well, I'm going to give him his, you know, I'm going to give him his time. You know, because um, I think he do got a plan. You know, you we want to do. That's our problem. We want to give everybody their time. Right. We want to give everybody their time. But the we thing. we both knew, like I knew. You know, what I'm saying the second year with Matt Patricia, it wasn't even a second year. It might have been like his first year into like two or three games. I knew right away. Like, okay, this is not gonna work. When I was seeing the draft. I knew this is not going to work. You know what I'm saying? Uh, How long did it take for you to feel that way for uh, uh for, for Caldwell? It was after it was after the season when cuz we uh, did we go to the playoffs right after that season or did we miss the next year? Well, the What's the you? first year he was here, we didn't we went to the, we made the playoffs and then we the made the playoffs. Year, we made the playoffs like three right. out of the four years. It was the, the year. I think it was the second year, like where we was having the same. When we lost it up, when we lost it up. Yeah, uh, we was having the same problems. We lost because it was like the run game still was bad. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't. They do didn't do nothing to fix the run game. They they didn't do nothing to fix the pass rush. Stafford still was kind of looking just like a normal guy. Like he was looking like a shell of himself out there. 
and it was like the offense was – remember, that's why we had so many comeback wins because the offense was coming out so flat in the first half of the games, and the defense was keeping it close. Uh, I, I remember – yeah, I remember right, Caldwell. Right. It was like Caldwell's second year, and I was hoping. I was like, well, you know, maybe they'll bring in a run game coordinator or they didn't do nothing. They just – they just stayed put, and I was I blamed it on Caldwell because I felt like as you the head coach, you as gotta, you should, just like I'm looking at it, and I can see it's not working, bro. You should be able to do the same thing. And that's what I don't want us to do this time around. I don't want us to get a stud quarterback or some stud players and build this around and still deal with average. Uh, coaching and average, you, you right? You know what I mean. Right. But and, I, I do and, and think, I do think the coaching is better. Yeah, one thing I can say, if, if with about Dan Dan Campbell already, I can tell that the coaching is better, and I knew that. See, the thing is, the thing is, what you're saying is 100 percent correct. I think he's the guy that's going to turn right. it around. He's the Mark you, Jackson. You don't think he the but guy we, that's going to be able to take it over around, the top? Nah, I, w- I, w- I, want- I want us to bring in a Steve Kerr when it's time. Right, I feel you. You understand? I don't want us to keep keep running with, with this guy. And I know it's hard. It's kind of cutthroat. But, hey, it's a doggy-dog world in the NFL, baby. Yeah. You feel me? I do. I, no, I, I, I definitely <laughs> do. I understand it because I felt like. I, I know. He, I, and, it, and everyone, I'm going to tell you this. Did you see what happened to Dan Quinn in Atlanta? I sure you do. see what happened to that dude? Yep. He's prime example. He came up in there with the rah He got them straight. He brought them to the Super Bowl ASAP. But we kept saying, hey, after that Super Bowl, they should have politely said, and look, bye, I bye. Think, I think this is what's going to happen. With Dan Campbell, I think his success or his failures is going to be due to whoever he has around him, like his assistant coaches, his coordinators. So – I think he's going to be good for a few years, but we got to, in Motor City Sports said this too, we got to remember a lot of these coaches not going to be here for a long time because these are coaches that's going to be able to get promotions. Like we got, we got like three coaches that's been head coaches before on the team. You know what I'm saying? So if everything does turn around, we're going to be in a position to where we're going to have coaches leaving. So if he's a, if he's able to continue building good staffs, keep good coaches. And somebody and, and the cold part, sorry to cut you off. The cold part, some of these coaches that'll be leaving, we're gonna be like, damn, he should have been the head coach. Yeah, yeah, you know. For us. And that's gonna hurt like so, that's gonna hurt like a son of a gun. When you go over to see Aaron Glenn go to go somewhere and get a get a job, he's right. like, damn, damn, damn. Right. That's what yeah. he needed. And, and so that's I think that's gonna be his his either his up his uphill or his downfall is gonna be the coaches that he literally got around him. Um, so, and, and that's we that's that's all unknown to be seen at this point. We don't know who gonna really be here. We don't know, but I definitely think, uh, I definitely think we wouldn't have been able to get some of them guys here if he wouldn't have come. No, and I and I love him for that, but I'm saying like. I don't want to fall in love with people no more that. Oh, no, you know, I ain't never going to do it. I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm cutthroat as they get. The first first two bad seasons I see or the first time, because this is the type of guy I am. If it's avid, if it's clear, right, during the season that, you know, something ain't working. Like, if it's clear, we need another running back. Bob Quinn was the guy to where – he waited like three – we needed a running back, and he waited like three years to go out and find us a running back. I want a guy that when we got something that's a glaring need, he going to go out and fix it right away. Like say we don't have any good wide receivers. The offseason is going to be – I'm going to put emphasis on building that wide receiver core. You see what I'm saying? And, and Bob Quinn right. and Matt Patricia right. – Seemed like they was just so late on stuff. Everything was late with them. And that's why they're no longer here. But that's why I like, and I, and I ain't going to lie to you all, that's why I like, I do like um, 
Brad Holmes. Because Brad Holmes, I could tell he's so smart that he was looking. I guarantee you, he really didn't like Dan Campbell as his head coach. Because you got remember, that's a marriage right there. This is my first time GM. Like, I want to pick a head right. coach that, that's going to, you know, take me and make sure that my job is, you know, right. still still active. Like, a, a, a bad coach can make a that's GM true. lose his job. If you, you don't, don't fire him right away. Because so, I feel like if, I, Matt, if Bob Quinn would have fired Matt Patricia, he would still have a job. And I'm glad he did. <laughs> you know, I'm glad he did not. That was his dog, but that, that's why I like that's why I like Brad Holmes because that's right. not necessarily his dog. But he's smart enough to know he was smart enough to know that hey, I can I can, I can use, use him for a couple years, and I can actually I can he can actually be real good for the rebuild. But I know I know I know Brad Holmes knows that he's not the guy to take us to the promised land. Because look, I know that, bro. He's just the guy. He's just the guy that just because look, you can, it could be a hole. situation to where two, three years go by, the team is built up, the talent level is built up, the culture has changed, and then you have a guy like Mike Tomlin, you know, be on the on the on the, you know, he might be on a be on a, you know, what I'm saying that we we, we exactly. have to make a decision and say, well, let's go ahead and let's get Buddy out of here. You know, what I'm saying we might, and I'm you know what. Shit, you don't know in two to three and years, I'm you don't glad. know who's gonna be on the table. Shit, it might be might it, be Bill, it might, might be, be Kyle Bill Shanahan. Belichick. Nigga, you don't know who it might be. You don't know who's gonna be on the table to go in two to three years. But I let you know if we build it the right way, somebody will come. The same way. And this like just like somebody should have came in 2011 and saved us. But they didn't because we got because but no, because we the, the Forest fell in love with mediocrity coaches. They and, did. And, and, uh, they fell in yeah. love with... You see what I'm saying? And this was my thing with Jim Caldwell. I didn't think he was a bad coach. I thought that he... I thought that he his failure was that he couldn't... He couldn't pick coordinators. He couldn't get that... I thought... I thought he was... I thought he was... Yeah, uh, average. Yeah, he was an average coach. coach. I thought he was average. I, I, yeah, but we don't. That's the thing. We keep falling in love with. We need somebody. Yo, bro, let me ask you a question. Do you like Sean uh, McVay? I like him. Yeah, I like him. If he would, let me ask you a question. If he was the coach of the Lions, right? If he How was the head coach, I feel good. Yes. I, I like him. He's got a proven system. He's been to the Super Bowl. Uh, where did he come from? Where did where would he come from? That was a good, he come from a the good question. College um, ranks, or did he come from what, like a different team? Nah, I think he came. He came from like an NFL ring. He was under somebody's umbrella. I forget who it was though. Somebody, damn, that's a good question. I forget what I wanted to say. Shannon and I thought, him, but, uh, I thought that. I thought he I'll came, find out. But I would be, I would be cool with that. From like, Shannon's system, right? Was the the head coach? I'd be straight with. <laughs> No, but I'm just saying on a confidence level, you would be like, yo, yo, we good. Like, yo, that's the coach. Like, I know right. it's going to look I would good. Have, I know it's going to, you know what I mean? The, we might the, not have the, the talent. I wouldn't be as unsure if I, as I am now. I feel what you're saying, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's, the, that's what I'm talking about. When we get to that level of the talent, when the talent starts upgrading, we got to start bringing in guys like that, bro. And no disrespect to Dan Campbell, uh, Caldwell, Swartz, but y'all, y'all was just cool for the for the time period. And to be honest with you, <laughs> and this gonna hurt a lot of people's feelings. Caldwell should have never been Not brought for Stafford, in. Stafford, nope. Caldwell, should, nope. He should have never been brought in. And the reason why he got that job is because Tony Dungy advocated for yeah, him, yeah, yeah. which was cool. That's how you supposed to Just do your bro. He That's have been understandable. Bro- I think if he 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 would have went somewhere else, he'd probably still be a head coach somewhere. But he that's that, that's why we brought in the whole thing with the black player. If it was a black quarterback that was Stafford, he would have been fired right after Caldwell got done. Like there's no coming back from that. That's because that 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 was the last straw. For that, for that system, for that player in that system, it's like if you can't do it with this guy, we, we, and we done do pulled it. all these strings. Hey, 
and and Quinn and you mentioned this a lot of times on other podcasts. Quinn and Patricia always gave me the vibe that they didn't like Stafford. They me always too. gave me that vibe for some reason. They always they 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 All they the said the politically yeah. correct things, but it but like you said in a lot of old podcasts, you kept saying, "Yo, the Fords are making him stay I so. under their will." I, like I, they, I, I truly think so, man. I'm t- I don't think that. <clears throat> let me let me. I don't people Bob Quinn. He did extraneous research on Kyler Murray, like. That was the year I think we picked like eighth. We was picking eighth, and he was doing extraneous research on that dude, like that kid. Like he interviewed him, right? Then he flew out there to interview him again. They had a phone conference with him. They did this, and then they, look, they were they they went hard on getting information on quarterbacks, bro. I honestly think, I honestly think that that they were the fours was. And remember. When when it came time for Stafford to get that last extension that Bob Quinn gave him, remember it took so it took so long, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I I literally think that Bob mm-hmm. Quinn wanted to because who don't what what GM don't want to come in and be like all right I'm about to start with my guy, you know what I'm saying? Who who don't want to do that? Brad Holmes doing? Yeah, he's starting right. with a guy he's comfortable with. He probably gonna draft right. him another guy. Well, he's gonna draft him another guy, but he did it. And you got to think, but the, let's let's go let's go let, let, look how real it is. Cause, look, because we learn something every day. We get so much smart with this. <laughs> look at this. Patricia gets the job right. You you mm-hmm. you get your first NFL job right. But they make you, they make you, yep. pick their yep. OC, which was Jim Pop Cooler. How how does that make you feel? Like you sitting there like. I just got my first NFL head coaching job, but I got to take on this QB and I got to take yeah. on his OC because that's the guy that he likes. What was the first thing? Literally, after that season, the first thing, Black Monday, the first thing was Jim Bob Cooter and the Lions that parted ways. They didn't want him. They didn't want him there. Hell no. They was waiting for him to fill. Look, but I don't think – uh, um, I don't even think that Jim uh that Jim Caldwell was really high on Stafford. You heard me? Hello, bro. 